My name is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. What's your plan in 2022 when things go wrong? It's an inevitable part of life that things don't always go according to plan. And there's a lot of us listening to this that we are getting ready for some challenges. We're getting ready for some tough times. And when those tough times, those challenges hit, do you have a game plan? Are you prepared for your bounce back? That's the question because a lot of times, We don't put any forethought, any intention into developing a game plan for when things go wrong. We just hope they don't. If you think about it in sports, in football, for me, like going up to the line of scrimmage, looking at the defense, you're expecting a certain thing. And then the ball snapped. Maybe an offensive lineman falls down. Maybe a receiver slips. Maybe something doesn't go according to plan. I bobble the snap. Things don't go according to plan, but what am I going to do in that moment? You have to adjust. You have to maybe change how you do a drop back. Maybe you have to scramble. You have to get your eyes upfield to see what adjustments can be made. You don't just give up on the play because it doesn't go according to plan. You have a backup plan in your mind because you know where everyone else is. You know what you've been trained to do, and you know how to adjust. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but you get back up to the line of scrimmage the next play, and you go again. Unfortunately, in life, we often don't put a plan in place for when things aren't going to go according to plan. Now, this is a little bit different than the mentality of worrying about the worst case situation always. That feeling that anything and everything's going to go wrong and so we don't take action. This is not that. This is taking action toward a goal and understanding if I mess up, if something doesn't work out, if I hit a challenge, how am I going to respond? That's one of the ways champions and winners separate themselves from everyone else. It's not that they don't face adversity. It's not that they're perfect in their endeavors. It's that they've learned to control how they respond when things don't go their way, when things don't go according to plan. Every one of us listening to this episode, everyone you see in the world today will inevitably face a challenge or adversity over the next 12 months. Some big, some small. Where you can separate yourself from everyone else is not in avoiding all challenges, but in learning on how to respond to them. And so I want to talk to you today about how do you build a plan to get ready for your bounce back. When things go offline, instead of just getting caught flat-footed, instead of wallowing and crying and pointing and blaming and doing nothing like most of society does, how can you formulate a game plan ahead of time so that you know I'm not preparing to fail. I'm not working to fail. But if I do, here's what I'm going to do. The first thing you have to do is work on your reframing ability. And this is something you should be working on now before you even get to a challenge or adversity. It's the idea of looking at a situation and then choosing to intentionally look at it from another perspective. One of my clients, we talked about this in terms of our language. They're going into their busy season. They're going into their most stressful season. Their calendars are booked. They're with patients all day. Everybody's kind of running on end. And and then you throw in the fact that we have holidays and everything else. It's a stressful time for them. So our goal was to practice reframing how we saw the next three months. It was not about how busy we were. It's about how productive we're becoming. 
It's not about how stressful and overloaded we are during this season. It's about how we're growing through this season. Think about it. You think of the word busy. It's negative. It's heavy. Anybody ask you what you're doing? Oh, I'm busy. Busy, 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 busy sucks. We hate being busy. But being productive, man, that feels great because you know you got shit done. That's why being productive is better than being busy. And so we challenge them internally as a culture. They don't use the word busy. They're productive for the next few months. When the schedules are full, when everybody's running nonstop, it's not busy, it's productive. And then we talk growing over stress. You think about stress, it's negativity for a lot of us. We're carrying anxiety, we're worrying, we're we're carrying all this on our shoulders. But growth, we know, is not easy, it's not comfortable. Growth in the gym requires heavier weights. It requires pushing yourself to where you get to that point, that voice inside, but you better slow down or you're going to die. Like we know that voice. We know what it's like to get to that point of failure. In life, growing is the same way. It's uncomfortable. It's not always smooth and easy. It takes us through a challenging time. But, but how much better does it feel to look at a situation knowing that I'm growing through it than I'm just stressed trying to get through it? Growing implies that every day I'm going to do everything I can to get a little bit better. And even though this isn't ideal, even though this isn't easy, even though I'm uncomfortable, I know I'm growing because I'm getting better. See, that simple reframe, busy to productive, stressed to growing, helps how we show up in the world on a daily basis. And so evaluate your life this week. Where can you change the language you're using to start changing how you see a situation? You may not feel it at first doesn't matter. As a winner, your feelings don't determine your choices. You do. Your mindset. So how do you start to change how you see situations? Reframing it. The better you learn to reframe your situations now, the better you're going to be when that challenge hits on how you're going to reframe how you're going to attack it instead of cower before it. Second thing you've got to do is learn to go through your controllables. When everything else fails, when things are not going my way, the one thing I always have to go back to to center myself and refocus is asking myself, what's still in my control and what's the most productive use of those things? What's still in my control? My attitude, my actions, my efforts, where I'm choosing to focus. Okay, so if I identified the four things that I still have power over, then what's the most productive use of those? What's the most productive attitude I can have right now? It's probably an optimistic one. It's looking for the opportunity, understanding where I'm going to grow and get better. What's the most productive effort I can give right now? It's still my best. It's still my best champions. It's not about circumstances. It's not about feelings. You always choose to give your best effort. Where can I choose to focus right now? What's the most productive use of my focus? What's still in my control? And then the same with my action steps. What's the most productive use of my actions? Identify the one step you can take. And that leads me into the next point. If you want to have that bounce back, if you want to have that game plan ready to go when life tries to knock you down, you got to build the win your next focus. The idea of what's still in my control, attitude, actions, effort, and focus. What's the most productive action I can take right now? I didn't say change your situation. I didn't say wish it away, hope it away, try to change it if you can't. I said, what's the most productive thing you can do right now? Because there's always something. Maybe it's, hey, I need to go listen to this friend and this challenging situation they're having that maybe I can relate to him having to. Maybe if you're dealing with an injury, the most productive action you can take right now is formulate a game plan for how you're going to continue to still train 
without messing with that injured part of your body, if you injured your foot, work on your upper body and your core. Put a plan together. If you injured your shoulder, figure out what you're going to do. Walking, running, jogging, getting on a bike, using your legs. There's always something we can do. And what happens is most people use the excuse that it's not ideal. It's not perfect. It's not the way it used to be. So I just can't do anything. But in reality, we still choose what actions we take. And if we just focus on the next one, we just focus on the next one. Think about this from a very simplistic standpoint of nutrition and dieting. Because I know everybody's getting ready in January. Start, we're starting to eat clean. We're doing 75 hard. Maybe we're starting paleo. We're going all in on this nutrition because we've had Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of the holiday foods and drinks and all that. So we're dialing it in. So you're with me in this example. We're dialing in nutrition. January 1, we do great. January 2, we do great. January 3, we do great. January 4, we get a little bit off track. And what we can do in that moment when we get off track, say we eat pizza with the team at lunch and that wasn't on the goal that day. We can go ahead and write off the rest of that night, the next day, the week, the month. I'll get to it next month. Because we had one mistake, we can respond like most people do and letting one mistake trip you up the rest of the week or the month. Or we can eat that pizza at lunch and then immediately afterwards say, okay, I'm reframing the situation. That was a great learning experience of how I need to be more intentional of planning what I eat during the day. What's still in my control? Well, my attitude. My attitude, I don't have to beat myself up. It was one meal. What's my next meal going to be? My action steps involve making sure that next meal gets me back on track with what my goal was and what my plan was. What effort am I going to give? I'm not going to mail it in because I'm a competitor. So that means I'm going to win this next meal, this next opportunity. And that's where my focus is on just winning the next. If you want to have a strong bounce back, if you want to separate yourself from everyone else in the world in 2022, learn how to respond when things don't go according to plan, when things don't go your way, when challenges knock you down. Have a plan on how you will bounce back by reframing your situation, controlling your controllables, and just winning the next moment. That's how you separate yourself. It's not that you avoid adversity. It's not that you're perfect in handling it. It's that you've learned how to make a plan and respond like a champion. So go do that this month. Go do that setting up 2022. Formulate your plan in your mind. Write it down so you can refer back to it and then bring it to life. When life tries to knock you down, show it who's boss. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go win your day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.